Would anyone like to take a picture of me um, doing the Pringles duck thing? Sure. Yeah, take you a screenshot. Just, Hang on. Okay. You are just yeah, absolutely right. delighted to be back home, aren't you, Steve? Uh huh. <laughs> this marks the beginning of the slow uh, degradation of the podcast until eventually it's just Steve doing whatever we want. <laughs> Sacrifice Last... your dignity for views. I like that the very what dignity. The very what first fucking dignity. Week, very fucking first week we were like, hey look, stuff's gonna change a little bit. It might be a little bit bad. That went perfectly fine. Since then it just seems that we we have continuously degraded since Dan's shit doesn't work. Sometimes Steven's shit doesn't work. Now we're <laughs> opening the podcast with Pringle jokes. <laughs> I like you for Pringle jokes. You put Pringle jokes in there with technical problems. It's all just it's all just badness. I, I think it's fair to say it's a technical problem. Uh, it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, this is episode 26. Fuck, 26. No wonder we're eating Pringles. Soon, That's all I did when I was 26. Soon our podcast will be older than we are. Not likely. I'm cutting <laughs> this shit off at 28 so it never passes. It's physically impossible. Faster. Welcome to episode 26 of Morning Brew. Crazy. Insane. It's the Pringles episode. Sponsored by Pringles. Sprinkle Pringles. If you want to sponsor us. Who owns Pringles? Um, Pring- says here, um, Kellogg's. Do Pringles have go. any competitors? I feel like uh, Pringles don't compete with other crisps because Pringles are such a specific thing that like, if you want Pringles, you can only really buy Pringles. That's it's true. Not- I know no, you can buy lots of different things. But no one considers Pringles to be crisps. Yeah, like if you buy Tato, you could also buy King, you could buy Walkers. You could, like, those are the same type of crisp. But Pringles is its own type of crisp. It's its own thing. And all the other like discount ones no one buys. There's no like other mainstream Pringles competitor. What are you talking about? There's loads of them. What is there? Like who? Yeah, there's loads of knockoff Pringles competitors. Yeah, yeah, no knockoff. Yeah, knockoff tube crisps and Lidl and Aldi and whatever. Yeah, but no one eats the knockoff tube crisps. We're saying there's no like big brand. Sorry, you maybe know? not. In a, maybe not in Ireland, but people eat people eat like off-brand shit everywhere else. We're just I don't obsessed care with brands about those in this country. People? Those people Europeans. wouldn't listen to this podcast. I don't give a shit about them. I they want the po- to Tesco Value Morning Brew. Yeah, I want. Podcast. And to what? How do you mean they're not crisps? Like they're literally potato crisps. It says ingredients. Right, but no one Dehi- calls them crisps. Dehydrated, dehydrated potato. They're crisps. Look, no one has ever crisps. said I'm eating crisps. They say I'm eating Pringles. You and when you started to dominate the market. You didn't say when you started. I'm eating crisps. You said I'm eating Pringles, and then you said I'm doing the Pringles duck melt. You didn't say crisp duck melt. It's a different flavor. It's a different crunch. It's a different everything. It's you get sour, it's, you get sour, sour cream and onion are my favorite flavor. Hunky Dory's as well. Okay, you didn't say that though. They're crisps. What? The and it's one of the. Uh, it's pretty much the OG. One of the OG Pringles. Speak, speaking of um, of going of, of crisp flavors, one of the biggest things that like shocked me when I went abroad was that cheese and onion isn't the default crisp flavor everywhere. I no, it's, it it's just that yeah, but it's an Irish shit. thing to be like cheese and onion is, is what crisps taste like. Um, salt and vinegar is worse to have as like a default. Or the fucking oh, that original worst. flavor, which we don't really have here, which is just salted potatoes. What, what no, it's, it's monosodium. It's, that's monosodium. That's uh, there's they put MSG and and on, on the original one. That's uh, kind of a monosodium glutamate, and there's more than just like salt on it. There's it's kind of a vegetable brothy flavor. I don't know whether they spread it with vegetable stock or something or chicken stock. That's what the original flavor is. I hate it. That's, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's shit crack. Do you want you want paprika or sour cream? Paprika, or barbecue, king, barbecue king as well. Flavor, yeah. No, I, I agree with you entirely. Those are the those are the king flavors. Yeah, and um, but you know, paprika crisps are a big thing on the continent. Like nearly every that's pretty much the default on the continent. When I was a I kid. The big oh, I'm in a foreign country and I'm not I'm not in my own home moment was when you go to a shop in like Spain or Portugal or wherever and they'd have different brands of crisps with like slightly different combos of flavors. And it would be deeply, <laughs> deeply upsetting to you, like yeah. Even if you go to even if you go to the north, you can get prawn cocktail potatoes far more readily than in the Republic. Yeah, that's a big British thing though. Big Brit heads love prawn cocktails. I only prawn like cocktails prawn cocktails. Great. I only like it in skips. I don't know why the combination of prawn cocktail and the crisp like chunkiness or crispiness I don't like. It has to I, be the of a skip. I don't know when the last of my fucking eight skips were. Yeah, years ago now. I think maybe I don't like skips or prawn cocktail and I'm just remembering when I was seven and did and that was the last time I've had a skip. I, I skips discontinued. 
I don't know. They, they might have been. I've said it too many times now. It's lost all meaning as a word. Sounds too I think the last time I think the last time I had skips was like a Halloween like giveaway. I think someone gave me skips in a Halloween bag. <laughs> like when you were trick or treating, like that no. long ago. <laughs> <laughs> they just handed me skips. It was like three years back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I have to guess. I, I mean, I don't really buy crisps, and I guess that's the that's the last time I can kind of remember. Hmm. Strange. I used to be big into getting... Well, not I used to be big into getting. I used to really enjoy getting the fucking gourmet crisps until I realized how terrible value they are. And you're spending like three euros on primarily a bag of air and like yeah. maybe, three, maybe like three potatoes. Yeah. I, miss I miss putting them in a sandwich. Crisp sandwich. When I was in Spain, meeting the in-laws, I told Jorge about it, and he was scandalized, and then he tried it, and he was all for it. <laughs> it has to be, you need to do it with butter, though. Yeah, 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 of course. But uh, a crisp, buttery crisp sandwich or a chip butty, those are the two like cultural exports I brought with me. And I think those are the two that seem to have stuck yeah. with the in-laws that I was able to sell to them. Not yeah. Colcannon or any of that shit, just crisp sandwiches. Mm, I can't do a chip buddy. That's not for me. That's not my that's not my kind of deal. Crisp sandwich I can do. Crisp sandwich. It just I, I don't know. It just feels off. It feels like I'm doing something wrong. I don't like it. You feel guilty when you Yeah. It. Yeah, I feel like it's like when you're a kid and you know you've done something wrong and you're convinced that your mom already knows. Like somehow she's figured it out, even though it's fucking impossible without her, without with her being able to figure it out. That's that's the way it feels. Like, oh, I shouldn't be eating this right now. This is wrong. This is not good. I shouldn't do this. Mom will be upset. Your doctor's uh, gonna kick down the door. Adam, I knew it. <laughs> Although now that I got all this health insurance, maybe I should take up chip buddies as a hobby. That is definitely something I did. Not take up chip buddies as a hobby, but finally. <laughs> <laughs> finally when you get health insurance finally be like fuck it okay i'm ill now i'm gonna get everything tested now that i now that i'm able to things i've been ignoring or telling myself are fine maybe it's cancer now i've decided after five years yeah that's fair i still don't do that and i probably won't but you know like i said before it's great that Eva has health insurance <laughs> that's the real benefit out of it <laughs> You know, the the many, many situations where as a woman in Ireland, you have to wait like eight months for a test and now she can just go get it done by someone who has an appointment available and and we can just do that. That's fine. That That's the real benefit. Me, I got bored <sighs> reading through. I got bored reading through the pamphlet like literally two minutes in. I was like, I'll figure this out when I'm sick. <laughs> this is fine. I'll figure this out down the road. It's What could it really matter? Are you, uh, are you one of the people then who like will only go to the doctor if like your arm is falling off? Or are you one of someone who'd go if you've got like a, a mild cough or a cough that's more intense than you're used to? No, I probably wouldn't go to the doctor unless it was pretty serious. Really? Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, look, even look through a few years back when I fucking fractured my wrist when I was sparring. I didn't even go to the doctor then. I just fucking wrapped it for like three months. I just, just didn't slowly use it. watched it get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's what you did. I Dad, I've definitely damaged my wrist. It's twice the size it normally I, is. I did I did have that period for about three weeks where I was like, man, it's really weird how fucking sore my wrist is when I do the smallest thing, like pick up my phone. That's crazy. And then like just kind of lived with it. And then like <laughs> had the realization of like, hey, something's wrong here. And then realized I was like, oh now I, I do I do remember it's <laughs> what could have happened three weeks ago to really fuck up my wrist. And then I was like, let me try something. So I just I just I bought a cheap set of like different various different like wraps and like basically like mini splint type things from pharmacies and i just wrapped up my fucking hand for eight weeks and good as new not a fucking bother on it and i was like oh i guess i was right i guess i should have done that six weeks earlier who would have guessed who knows yeah i yeah i i don't i don't remember the last time i was in a doctor probably last night surgery so, for example, why wouldn't you go to a doctor with your broken wrist? Why, why would you be like, I can self-treat this? I just, I, I, I didn't feel like it was that big of a deal. I just, I felt like, hey, I think it's I know what's wrist. going on here. It wasn't broken. It was at most fractured, which is not a break. You know, it's, it's yes, like it a, no, it's not. It's a fracture. Unless I'm getting fucking screws put in, that's not a break. That's just something people tell themselves, feel good about themselves. Get the fuck so out of here. Did you just put it in a cast or water? You just like yeah. walk around for the week. I went, I went to them. I told you already. I went to a pharmacy. I got all their most expensive like little splints and stuff like that. Um, all the good stuff. And I fucking wrapped my fucking wrist up as if anyone else would. And I just left it. How many I was very careful with it. Uh, I had... Really I only had one a, or two. Yeah, you've run through them pretty quick though. You'd be surprised how often like a non-cast falls apart. Um, like I mean, it, especially like when a, you've made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm no doctor. I never claims to be. I'm just a guy with a splint. 
Multiple, in fact. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, it got be- it peeled over in about eight weeks, which fucking tracks. And then I was like, hey, great, I'm good to go again. Did a few did a few little wrist exercises for the first couple of weeks to make sure there was nothing going on, and then I was good to go. I was back on the bag. Nothing like an old wrist exercise. Yeah, yeah. Went to the gym on the treadmill for a little bit. Decided better work out the wrist. Had a bit of a cheeky wank in the middle of the gym. It was all good. I was gonna no, see if we could have a conversation with our listeners. <laughs> Guess what hand gesture Steve was making when he says the word wrist exercise. But you've figure given it. it away. If any dude says wrist exercise, figure out the joke. It's not gonna take you very long, I believe. No, but perhaps you could perhaps you could send me the video of what you think the gesture I was making was. Sure. Uh, a good resource for that is Pornhub.com. <laughs> Please send Stephen the Pornhub links of what you think the wrist exercise was. You can spam his Twitter account on Burcock with it. That's fine. Same on Instagram. Go nuts. Just as a nope. clue, though, um, the camera angle, uh, the camera angle looking at me from my laptop doesn't go below my nipples. So that <laughs> helps you with your recreation. Go I, I, I do feel like I need to clarify you probably shouldn't do that I feel like Twitter and Instagram will absolutely ban you and block your account so maybe, maybe don't you have but that's to, up we'll, to you we'll set up, we'll set up a Google Drive document no we'll just see, we'll set up a, <laughs> a poor and alt uh, Twitter account on Burkhock that's, <laughs> that's why does my name have to go on the porn alt account so I'm sending it to co- you it's got, co- it's got cock at the end of it that's true Two compelling reasons that's true go beyond that on Burkhock I mean I'll I can make it too. I can make that swagger cock. <laughs> Dan just has to add cock to the end of his normal one. <laughs> Mr. Daniel Purcell underscore cock. <laughs> so <laughs> this episode is going off to a terrible start. So someone put us back on the rails, please. All right, I have a topic. We're, on ta- we're talking about snacks. No? We're talking about snacks, then we start talking about cock. Yeah, snacks. <laughs> All right, all right. My, my topic is very uh, safe, not not safe for work. My topic okay. is opposite. So you know, recently we've had um, two Marvel trailers come out in fairly quick succession. The Spider-Man non-way home or homeless or whatever it's called and the Eternals one. And I realized that I just don't give a shit anymore. And I want, I... Is, this, is this the post Avengers headache or hangover? Like, do I just, am I just not going to care for a while? And I have to take, because I'm not like, I was never super into them, but I was a fan. I followed. And I just could, I couldn't even be bothered to finish the Spider Man one. I was like, I get it. I get it now. I'm, I know what I'm watching. Yeah. I, I didn't watch either. Steven, your snacks are so loud. Sorry. So loud. So loud. Uh, it's not the eating them that's loud, it's the rustling with them. The <laughs> mic is picking up all the rustling. It's just a okay, fucking one more, loud, one more, one more. It's just a loud bag of peanuts knocking together. Our fourth okay. guest. Sorry. Our fourth guest is Sorry. <laughs> what do you think, bag? Russell, Russell, Russell. I just, I, I just realized I had to say it now because otherwise the rest of the recording will be the exact same unless it's called out. So I had to do it. I'm, I'm uh, surprised it took you this long. I was sort of doing it to see how long it would take you. Well, I was gonna just leave it at first, and then I realized, like, no, he'll keep eating these for the next hour. I really have to do it. <laughs> I you have to openly call it. I think, another, I think I only had bags of peanuts in the background. <laughs> I think I only had another twenty minutes. Uh, I would only get another twenty minutes out of the snacks that are before me. Shit, we should have had last of them. I, I fucked up. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. We should have made it work. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch either trailer. Uh, to be honest, I don't really watch trailers. I, I, I just, I don't need to see inevitably what's going to be a portion of the end of the movie. Be like six months before the movie. I just that's fine. I'll go see the movie. I'm fine with that. I, you know, I'm when I'm when I go to see the movie, I'm already committed. You don't need to show me all of the important parts in the first ninety seconds. Like I'm all right. You know, you're you've spent fucking two years making this piece of shit that's gonna last three hours. I might as well see all three hours and be surprised. Um, but from what I was told is the entire plot of the new Spider-Man is basically uh, Doctor Strange is just a shit wizard and what? fucks everything up. Yeah. <laughs> basically Doctor Strange is a shit wizard and he fucks everything up and then Spider-Man does Spider-Man things I assume because it's Spider-Man um, and then you know as, as with all Marvel the day is saved and Chris Evans is old or whatever um, but I haven't watched them it, it, it looks like the big selling point of the new one is that they've got Alfred Medina back and that like implies oh maybe other people are going to come back and I just I feel like did I miss out on something with the original Spider-Man movies like I went to see them and I mostly remember Spider-Man 3 being one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But with the other ones, 
that amazing? Were they like definitive of the childhoods of people our age? Which which one is the Doctor Octopus one? Is that Spider Man Two? That's Spider Man Two, yeah. Yeah, it's it's still Spider Man Two is still considered to be a fucking a classic movie, um, from in terms of superhero stuff. I sure, mean, sure, sure, but like if you look at the first one, for example, it just looks so cheap. Like it very yeah. clearly looks like the first superhero movie of the of the modern era. Um, every, like New York is clearly a soundstage. So there's yeah. one really good movie there, sure. But is yeah. that enough to merit that kind of reputation that they've gotten since? I'd... No, I think they just accidentally ended up as a cult classic. I mean, I, I know the like Tobey Maguire ones. Did, like yeah. the Star Wars prequels have just become yeah. popular. Well, because the Tobey Maguire movies are revered. And like the Andrew Garfield ones are too, but I never felt like the Andrew Garfield ones were very good. And I on top the of... I was terrible. I hated On top it. of that, like the Andrew Garfield ones aren't particularly great, but also I don't think they did exceptionally well. So I think they just kind of get swept under the rug. But if I had to guess, all of this Spider-Man stuff is really just kind of like, hey, this is a cool, interesting little twist that you wouldn't normally see from these MCU films. And I kind of take... I would guess that because Sony produced all of the other ones, this was like the peace offering for the new Spider-Man. Like, okay, you can keep making them, but we want something out of it kind of deal. I think this is their this is their like peace offering over it, if I had to guess. I, I, so so my, my, I don't know, my thinking... I mean, uh, look, I want to see a 40-year-old Tobey Maguire in spandex. I'm all fucking for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I, like I know they're going to try and do this shit where, like, Tobey Maguire is actually, like, you know, still young as in Spider-Man young because he's, he's like, DH from a different or universe or whatever. But it's going to be so weird because Tobey Maguire has to be, like, 40 now, right? I guess so. I feel like, Alexa, I feel like... how old is Tobey Maguire? Toby Maguire is 46 years old. 46! Fucking Alexa, shut the fuck up. Jesus Christ, I have one question. Fucking gives you a life story. 46 years old. I cannot wait to see the 50-year-old man in spandex. That's going to be fucking awesome. I'm in now. I've now been sold on this. <laughs> just, just for that. Yeah, I and want... I don't want it to be like that superhero show. To su- maybe it was a Superman show. They brought back uh, Tom Welling as, as Clark Kent. And oh. he had like given up all of his powers or whatever, and he was supposed to be old. And um, also, really weird film because uh, the guy that plays Charlie Sheen's brother in Two and a Half Men, what's his name? John Cryer. John Cryer, yeah. John Cryer. He's Ducky. Lex Luthor. <laughs> he plays Lex Luthor, and I seen it, and he shaved his head for it, and I was like, "You could not have found a more fucking budget Lex Luthor if you tried." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is there a less but, threatening uh, man in the world than John? But Cryer? like. I want to see that. I want to see, like, they bring in Tobey Maguire, he's 40 fucking six, and they stick him in spandex, and he has to be Spider-Man. I am now sold on this. I am so sold. I can't wait. And you know what? I hope they bring back Hugh Jackman, and they put him in spandex, too. Let's do it to all of them. Let's just fucking go. Could we get Wolverine to fight Spider-Man? I hope so. That'd be great. Isn't that like one of the most common fights in the comics? Isn't that like they just every like they're like, you know, both go for the same bagel and then there'll be like a five arc of them fighting over the bagel. Like, I think doesn't that happen? I'm I think sure that's that just all the time. I, I, I thought they were every... in different cinematic universes. No. Oh. Yeah. But in the comics, they're all just. Well, they're not. They're things. not now either. You know, Fox owns all of it. Oh, Fox is back with Disney now. So Disney owns everything. It's all their stuff. Um, I love it. Which is great because I can't wait until a year from now where they decide that they're gonna, I guess, just like reword all of their like last thirteen movies where they are mutants again now and not whatever they were before because they couldn't legally use the word mutants. Can't wait. So fucking trailed for it. I think it's gonna be fucking great. They have you just know that they have a team of people that has to be like sixty people big that are like killing themselves with stress day in and day out to try and like meld Fox and like the Marvel Disney movies all together to get back all the characters they spent billions of dollars getting I can't fucking wait for it I like there's people having like panic attacks because they're like I don't know how how the fuck do we put Cyclops in the next Avengers movie I don't know how we fucking do it how do we put Cyclops in I fucking love it it's great just put him in as James Marsden bring him back why not (laughs) and you know what he died but who cares I hope a portal opens and he comes in and it's James Marston who's now in his 40s and he has the spandex on. Not the new one, not the flattering one, the leather one from X-Men 1, like skin-tight leather. Where they but made then, the joke about how that would definitely look better than blue spandex. Actually, but then, no, it doesn't. It looks, it looks like they're going to a sex party. But then he lets you know. He says, hey, don't worry, I didn't come alone. Yeah. Um, who, who comes out? It's his pal Sonic. 
and <laughs> Sonic <laughs> runs the gauntlet. That's right, we killed off Quicksilver, but we brought back the next best thing, Sonic the Hedgehog. Woo! And it turns out Who, that Disney does actually. Who's playing? Who's playing on the rock? Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's the rock painted head to toe blue, and he's got his new he's got his new Project Rock trainers on, and he just fucking books it. <laughs> so, so why not? Is, Love it. This is something I think it's a pr- problem with. Like that when they do these kind of like, oh, we have the rights to fucking Tobey Maguire now. We have the rights mm. to uh, whatever, and they try and bring him in. So in the Spider-Man movie, if they bring back Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man only works when he's like in his own movie and you can root for him. If he comes in as a fucking side character, he's the world's creepiest man. Like it's more like he's a murderer coming in than he is like a Spider-Man coming. He he just shows up and just stares unblinkingly at Tom Holland. Yeah, as he starts to slowly pull spandex on, and these children are like, "No, no, yeah, no. <laughs> don't worry, I'll save the day." He has no powers. He's a sex offender in this <laughs> one. My favorite part of the the old Spider-Man movies is where he loses his powers or gives up his powers, or I don't really remember how it fucking pans out. And he now that he want to be Spider-Man, and he just stops being Spider-Man. His body's well, like, he, "Oh, okay." Well, no he just worries. loses them. Like, there's a whole sequence, a whole arc where he's not Spider-Man anymore because he doesn't have the powers, and then he trains himself to get the powers back. It's, it's deeply funny as well because it's implied that he doesn't want them, but he loses them at times when he definitely wants them. Like, <laughs> Like mid swing, and all of well, a sudden like, he can't like swing anymore, or he can't climb on walls. And am I? I could be wrong, right? And now that you've brought up Tobey Maguire, it's come back to my head. Is there not a scene in one of the Tobey Maguire films where when he stops being Spider Man, he immediately goes dancing? Like that's the first thing he does. As no, if he couldn't. No, 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 no. That's um. That's when he becomes evil uh, in the third one when he gets possessed by the evil oh, material, okay. and he becomes an emo, and he starts like jiving his way down the street <laughs> okay, one of okay. the worst fucking scenes ever yeah sorry made. for some reason I have I, I'm, I must be confusing the two movies because like immediately like, he loses his powers and then he goes dancing and I just always I was just thinking like is that what was stopping you from dancing that you had superpowers you couldn't go to, you, you couldn't just like take the night off and go like bust the fucking move because <laughs> like, I think that was it I can't I'm Spider-Man I'm looking at uh, at Tobey Maguire's uh, Wikipedia page now, and it says he got divorced last year and he got married in 2007, which means, as far as I'm concerned, the only thing stopping him appearing in more Spider-Man movies was his ex-wife. And now that she's gone, he's jumping right back in. I, I hope, I hope Tobey Maguire is like a extraordinarily upset, vindictive, divorced Spider-Man in the new movie. And then, like, the whole time he just throws out barbs mentioning his ex-wife in front of... Uh, Tom Holland, who's like, dude, you need to chill out. I'm like 12. And he's like, yeah, I remember when I was 12, before I oh, met geez. that bitch wife, Melissa. <laughs> he's got this range of issues that Tom Holland doesn't have the emotional <laughs> yeah. to, to deal with. Sir, I'm a child. That was some really good moves. Kind of like how my wife took all of my things and moved right out of my apartment. <laughs> Tom Holland's character's like, dude, you need to fucking chill out here. <laughs> you, need, you need to stop, dude. I'm like, fuck, I'm 14. I don't know what I this li- means. <laughs> I like you, Peter. You're like the son my wife never stole. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the son I'm allowed to see on the weekends. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I'm gonna be. I have somehow in this in this arc of this fucking topic, I've gone from not giving a shit about seeing the trailer, knowing anything about it, to being really excited for it. And now I'm now really upset because I know it's not going to be bitter, divorced Spider Dad, and I'm I'm not gonna like it as much. I'm gonna I want this like alternate reality to exist. Hmm. And especially because I started this topic being like, why don't I give a shit about Marvel movies anymore? But I feel like it's, it's easy enough to talk to yourself into giving a shit about Spider-Man. But the other one, The Eternals, I just don't see why I should care. Uh, well, listen, The Eternals is actually going to explain why The Eternals weren't there when Thanos did. Who cares? It was so fucking boring. <laughs> after they started. And the, the it's good of them to put an entire feature film into tying up some loose ends. Like, ah, but what loose ends? The rules, like 16 movies. <laughs> well, I know. I don't care. That, but like that's what I mean. They're, everyone's like, yeah, continuity is good. It's like there was sixteen fucking movies, dude. I got it. I understand what happened. The big bad guy showed up. They beat him, and it's over. Great. <laughs> Let's move on. I don't care. Or just- I fucking. I really hope there's a whole scene. I hope there's a whole 15-minute dialogue in the next Avengers where Tom Holland is arguing with these super eternal men to be like, uh, why actually weren't you there when Thanos was there? <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they fight over it. And I hope that I hope it's like a 15-minute like in-depth dialogue. And I hope he sheds tears during it. Because why the fuck not? Yeah, why not? That, was, that was the best thing when Captain Marvel showed up in the Avengers. Was Where were you? Oh, away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I was fucking busy, dude. What do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, it's a whole universe out there. Yeah, who gives a shit? That should absolutely be the explanation for any future. Are they going to have to justify every future superhero? Yeah, now they're going to. Why didn't I, they stop Thanos? I hope Shang in the in the new like martial arts one that's coming out. I hope when he's fighting his arch rival, he like has him pinned to like you know the like the edge of a building or whatever. He's about to kick him off, but before he does, he goes, "Why didn't you fight Thanos?" And yeah. he kicks him. Karate kicks him off into the fucking eater. He's like, ah. <laughs> He's falling. I was busy. <laughs> uh, I don't know who Thanos is. <laughs> what the fuck's a Thanos? <laughs> I'm from Australia. Yeah. That, uh, that, is, know, that is what I feel. I want more superhero movies or shows where, where the villain isn't this fucking incomprehensible world ender, but it's like Captain Boomerang or <laughs> Mr. 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 Cool. Or but like, I just, they bring up all this stuff all the time. And I just like, I always think like, how the fuck would they know who that is? The whole fucking movie takes place in, like, New York. How the fuck does some guy in Australia know what the fuck a Thanos is? Yeah. <laughs> what? He's just going about his day. He's got his shit to do. I, or, I, but th- so this is, this is part of it. It's like, did, did when, when the snap happened or whatever in the event, and, you know, did they just then afterwards be like, yeah, there was this grape man and he, he killed everyone <laughs> and that's... I, yeah, I guess so. Everyone's just kind of like, what happens? Like, I don't worry about it. I feel like the whole event took place over like a few hours, really. So they didn't really have time to get up to speed on what was going on. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. we were several light years away. Um... <laughs> I don't care. I don't give a fuck about Earth. <laughs> I, think, I hope that's the explanation. I hope someone says, why didn't we help Thanos? And fucking Zac Efron's character is like, what the fuck's an Earth? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? We 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 do six cataclysms a day. Sorry, we didn't get to yours. It was the priority. Go away. I, I used to um, I used to collect the comics when I was younger, uh, the Avengers comics, and there's some fucking thing where some aliens talk about why the fuck does everything happen on Earth? It's not even a good. It's not even a good planet. I just I feel like I read like 18 articles a day. Well, I don't even read them. I just see the headlines where it's like MCU this, MCU that, and I just keep thinking like. If this was real news, if this was like, hey, you know, like news about like when Tour of Four got announced and stuff like that, I was like, hey, same director, same writer, all this kind of stuff. We're bringing back the cast. Everyone's going to love it again. I was like, oh, cool. Can't wait. But it's not that. It's like, hey, you're going to find out why Spider-Man shows red. And it's like, yeah. oh, what the fuck? I don't care. Who gives a shit what it's fucking cost you? Get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Does Spider-Man enjoy pegging? Find out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we know we know Andrew Garfield does. No, no one's hair stands on end like that for no reason. <laughs> the value. <laughs> oh, oh, that's what it is. I want Andrew Garfield to be gay Spider Man, and I want Tom. I want uh, Tom Holland to be kid Spider Man, and I want uh, and I want uh, Tommy Wire to be divorced bitter Spider-Man and I want Tom Holland's character to be like just incredibly fucking confused and not know how his life's supposed to pan out because he either has to turn out gay or divorced or both he just, he just he's just looking at alternate realities of him and he's like I can't, I can't do this anymore I'm out he's just deeply uh, uncomfortable I can, I can take it as long as Marissa Tomei is Aunt May in all of those films sure <laughs> there's, there's two, old makeup. two alternate realities of her and it's just her and all of them she just has slightly different outfits no she just she just plays she just plays all versions of all the female characters that could possibly exist in that universe like Alec <laughs> Guinness in uh, Kind Hearts and Coronets all eight victims I re- I hate that you went to there and my, my mind went to being John Malkovich <laughs> I, I hate that that's where why, what happened to me that that's where my fucking mind goes um, think, you like the film I saw, I, I saw a poster of being John Malkovich it was the, the clip where he's a woman it's a woman's, uh, spot, the woman's body with Malkovich's head and I think it disturbed me so much <laughs> but now I can never not think of being John Malkovich it's always it's always in my psyche somewhere. I I was probably a little bit too young to see that film and that film definitely like stuck in my fucking head for no other reason than I was probably way too young to see it it's a very strange movie like it's a very strange movie like even now you think like man they really gave a lot of shit budgets didn't they and then you t- look at that movie and you go how the fuck did this make it what the fuck happened? Was this like a bet? Did somebody like lose a poker game and like the results was they had to fund this movie? It is. It's your man. It's Charlie Kaufman. He just makes those kind of movies. Like the one before that, I think, was Adaptation, 
which was <laughs> he, he, I think he was hired to adapt a book and couldn't adapt it. So instead, he wrote a screenplay about him failing to adapt the book. But he gave <laughs> he gave himself a brother who doesn't exist in real life, and he credited the screenplay to him and his fake brother. <laughs> And I, I feel like that's a. I think I he like won the problem. Oscar. He won the Oscar for best original screenplay. So uh, Donald Kaufman is the only fake person to have ever won an Oscar. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good pub quiz question. Who's the only fictional person to ever win an Oscar? <laughs> Stephen, put it on your list of like eight questions that you've been building for the past five years. Yeah. Yes, it's a great one. Sorry, what was the answer? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Well, it's a quiz for you too. Well, you'll, yeah. you'll get the answer yeah. from the audience. Uh, That'd be a good quiz—a democratic quiz. Where people, no, like, <laughs> people put down their answers, and whichever is the most guessed answer is the correct one. Actually, that'd be a that'd be a great one. Now, that would be that would be an absolutely great format for uh, for sort a quiz like show. family fortunes or something. No, but if if each team each team has to come up with questions for the rest of the for the rest of the uh, of the podium to answer. Or if that the rest of the room like, to answer. That sounds so, like a good stag party game. That sounds like a great stag. Well, we don't have enough people for a ta- for for table quizzes. But also, I people, assume, people, I assume Quiztopia team. already has a bunch of quizzes ready, Adam. So oh, okay, sorry, my mistake, my mistake. <laughs> the um, yeah, but like, you, each team has to send someone up each round to pose a question to the entire room that the entire room must answer and get a score for. Okay. Yeah. Like sure, there must be some balance there because otherwise you have someone going up and giving some fucking incredibly niche knowledge that only they could <laughs> I know that's the f- who was my next door neighbor growing up <laughs> that's the fun <laughs> of it that's the fun of it and the, uh, at the end the scores are zero 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 Everyone that's the fun that's the fun of it no one fucking knows so you ask harder and harder questions but you absolutely have no chance of scoring because you can't score from answering your own question of course <laughs> that's the only sensible way to run this but quiz there's no incentive for anyone to get for it to get easier or for anyone to give a question that they anyone could possibly answer. So you'd be, just, you would be amazed. Point you would be the entire way through. You would be amazed the number of times that like how how fun it is when only one other person in the entire room for the quiz knows the knows the answer to the question posed. Like the time Lafcadio Hearn was the answer to a question at the Dublin Enquirer pub quiz a few years back, and I was the only person and one other person <laughs> were the only people in the room to get it. I'm still dining out in that. <laughs> who was the Greco? Who who was the Greco-Irish poet? Spent the rest of his life in Japan. Love Cady O'Hearn, of course. Never even heard it. I, I, I thought <laughs> I, missed, I, thought I misheard you just a second oh, ago. Love Cady O'Hearn. Yeah. <laughs> Very famous. He's huge. He's well. huge in Japan. Like physically, or? Well, he was pretty tall as well at the time, but uh, and also blind in one eye. <laughs> Look okay. Wikipedia. He's only just starting to get the recognition he deserves in Ireland. Is that because he was too huge so his eyesight couldn't fully form? I don't think he was that tall, no. Oh, I can't okay. remember what happened to his eyesight. Something happened to his eyesight. I hope he lost it brawling with Japanese Yakuza. In fact, you know I think he lost his sight before he went to Japan, actually. Interesting yeah. figure. Very interesting yeah. character. Is that your topic today, Stephen? What's your topic? Come on, hit us with something. It's not Lafcadi or Hearn, let me tell you. <laughs> Even though I could, because I know a lot, actually. I know his name. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of an expert like that. <laughs> me and Stephen uh, hung out today. We did. We had coffee. We had a lot of coffee. Yes, we had coffee. We had breakfast. Ate a lot of eggs. Ate a lot mm. of eggs. You had a lot more eggs than I did. I wish I'd got <laughs> mine scrambled. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, is Adam, true. We both got, we both got avocado normal. toast with we both got avocado toast with eggs. Adam got it with scrambled eggs, and I got it with poached eggs. And Adam got about four times as much eggs as I got. It is true. I did. I did probably the eat about man. five eggs. Yeah, and I got two. I got two little poached eggs, and he gets this massive pile of scrambled eggs. And I was absolutely fucking starving. I hadn't eaten since McDonald's the previous night. I'm very, very hungry indeed. We even had a sleepover yesterday. Yeah, we've done a lot lately. Yeah, Stephen was the first one to get an invitation to the wedding. Yeah, I RSVP'd. That's true. I also, I also, I also gave your uh, wedding DJ a song. He's I absolutely fucking hate playing and absolutely refuse to pay. Won't have a choice. What song? <laughs> <laughs> Who's cutting the check, dickhead? Play the fucking Spotify track you've loaded up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone else would answer. I want to know. 
The whole fun of the asking like the dance song question thing is that eventually you're gonna have the most bizarre fucking playlist in the most bizarre fucking order. And like at one point you're gonna have fucking I like to move it, move it playing, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be dancing to fucking to the fucking vi- yeah, I'm, to, de- to- I'm demanding ode to joy in its entirety. <laughs> like, it, like that's the fun of it. You're just gonna end up with the most bizarre fucking playlist, and that's what you want there. Actually, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely putting in ABBA. I'm putting in the most generic wedding song I can think of. Sure. That's if your invite makes it there. Adam has been skimping on the postage. I, I skimped on the postage today. for one letter that just happened to contain six invites. I thought it was seven. No, I was saying family. No, I mean, you don't want your family. Is it just you don't want family knowing when the wedding is? I was originally going to give it to them in person, and then I realized that I won't see them until mid to late September, and we're asking mm. for it back almost immediately. So I thought, as part of the fun of being invited to a wedding, is when an invitation shows up kind of sporadically. Um, mm. Obviously, originally I was going to post your Stephen, and then I thought, well, he'll be over in an hour, so I guess I'll just have yeah. to. <laughs> Well, part part of the fun of like you know you know you're going to a wedding, but the, when the invitation shows up is always a surprise, and I didn't want to yeah. ruin that for anyone. So I, deci- I decided, you know what, I'm going to post them instead. And I, <laughs> I may have accidentally underpaid the postage, and they made tell me to go fuck myself and just shred these fucking invites, which I really hope doesn't happen. <laughs> so I have, but, I have some questions about your wedding invite, Adam. Namely, yes. who wrote it? Because it's much more diplomatic than you. So us. Uh, um, it it was did, written were you, by me. Were you the one who let people down, telling them that they can't bring their kids? Uh, oh I yeah, fully, I was fully. Yeah, this, is bra- this is rather a brave. Off. This is a rather brave decision from you. No, in Ireland. No, no brave fuck bring, It's brave to bring kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. Look, I understand that people like <laughs> love their kids, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it's like if you have young kids, especially like very young kids. I don't want to have to deck your baby. Um, and at a certain point, like the, oh, look, little little Maggie is crying. It's not cute anymore. Get the fuck out. I'm sorry. I just, I don't need that. So uh-huh. I, I made the very clear decision to Aoife when we first got engaged was that like, we're not having kids. Now, in fairness, there will be a couple kids there and they're my direct niece and nephew. Um, but I was actually going to uninvite them myself. Aoife was the one that said we should let them come. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say no to those as well. I was going to say no kids entirely. See you all later. Um, but I was talked around on those. So there'll be three kids there and that's it. Um, and that's most, it likely, most likely they'll be going yeah. to bed very early because uh, their parents don't really drink. So they'll probably leave fairly early in the night. But uh, mm-hmm. I, was, I was originally saying no kids at all. I was originally saying, ah, see ya. I'm out. No kids. You're not coming. Fair enough. And I wanted to make that very clear when I wrote that part out that this isn't a suggestion this isn't like maybe you shouldn't bring the kids it's you don't bring the fucking kids <laughs> no do not do not bring the kids do not show up with kids and you, you okay. wrote it very well because essentially at the end it's like no kids you're welcome yeah. <laughs> well look my well my whole fucking day to day is just wording things you know wording terrible things in a really nice way for people so that yeah. they think that like I'm not getting told to fuck off I'm being told hey Sorry, it would be great if you left right now. But really, you're being told to fuck off. So, but, you know. Then you describe, okay, but worrying things, but then you describe the dress code as a smart and casual, classy affair. Those, that's are, three, those are three distinct adjectives, Adam. I, I, that's confusing smart me completely. Smart and casual, classy affair. Yeah, that's an Aoife thing. With, with no tuxedo t-shirts, I think is how it No, goes. no tuxedo t-shirts. They are, they are absolutely banned. I look... There's a lot of older family members coming to the wedding. I, I don't want to say older, so it's like 90. But there's a lot yeah. of older family members coming to the wedding. And I can already see someone's uncle on either side of the family with a big shit-eating grin and a tuxedo t-shirt from Penny's on. And I'm not, I'm not allowing it. I'm not letting this happen. Sorry. I see. All right, so yeah, Dickie Bower, fuck off then. Yeah, gotcha. but that 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 part was that part. The tuxedo T-shirt was me because I I seen that coming. But uh, the 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 actual wording was Aoife. That was the that was that was Aoife's choice. The children thing was me. Gotcha. What I want to talk about today is is it really what I want to talk about today? I'm not sure. I, I did a lot of driving. I did. I've done a lot of driving on Irish motorways in the last little while, and what, I I I'm, I I. I I mean, I was going to frame it as a question, but I don't need to frame it as a question because I know the answer. 
<laughs> this is really more of a rant, really. Why, why do men in expensive cars feel so, so insulted at the idea of someone in a small car overtaking them? You were going Ooh. slowly. You were going very slowly. Why? But you, you get, passed, get passed out by the iris with the surfboard on top, and suddenly it's rum, rum. That's yeah, that's just a, that's an interesting little phenomenon. Um, do you feel emasculated by my little Yaris? Is that why? Is that why you you have to go vroom vroom and pass me really really close and go right up my bum bum in my car and and pass very very close and then pull in back in front? Does it make you feel like a big man? Is that why? Please answers in a postcard. You should have pretended to overtake them, and then when they flipped the car, been like, lol. <laughs> As you just drive by. <laughs> you, you could definitely have extended that for the entire, um, for the entire trip. Over, like, overtake them. Let them overtake you. Overtake them again. Let them so they're slowly raising their blood pressure the entire time. Well, I don't know. Does it make, is it because they feel angry, or do they think I'm playing with them? I'm telling you, we've been over this before. People get possessed by these fucking demon spirits that haunt their car. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's a reason why I'm sure that before fucking Declan bought his Passat, he was a lovely guy. I'm sure he recycled, took the dog for a walk twice a day, made sure the kids' lunches were ready for school, and when he turns that fucking key, he turns into a fucking gremlin. He just can't help it. It just takes him over. Do you think maybe the Bayerish and Motovac, do you think um, do you think the BMW factories and the land in which they stand are basically haunted by the bad vibes from the Nazi war crimes? And all the slave labor they used. That's why all the drivers drive like absolute fucking ourselves. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, probably not, right? But maybe. I'm still, I'm still holding on to my haunted theory. Well, like I say, haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm still holding on to that. I'm holding on to that forever. I, I just, I just, I don't understand what else can. Do. We seen it today. I, I think, we almost got it's... run over eating eggs. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, I nearly I'm, got I'm, clotheslined by a van headlight. By, by a van. This is the problem with it, people go on about how rain is ruining outdoor dining. It's actually van drivers. I nearly got clotheslined by a fucking wing mirror as <laughs> they're tucking into my poached egg. What is happening? <laughs> now, hold on. <laughs> Let's explain what actually happened with that truck. That was a big flatbed truck with big fuck off mirrors that was practically driving up onto the path as we tried to eat breakfast. Which, as it drove by, what was in the back of the flatbed truck, Stephen? A single pallet with an unidentified item. <laughs> a single small pallet wrapped yeah. up as this fucking guy tried to overtake and honk his horn and yeah. drive onto the path to get down the road. It, ha- it had about the volume of whatever was on the back, had about the volume of a, a good sized personal computer. I don't know what it was. It was black. <laughs> you, probably could have fit two, you probably could have fit two Yaris's on the bed of the truck. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. Mom was in a hurry. It was probably some probably some motor party was picking up and bringing around to whatever he was. I I'm, the shit. I'm, I don't know. I'm convinced it was briquettes. I'm convinced it was briquettes. Uh, it might have been uh, an engine block, maybe, or maybe maybe a transmission case or something. Some large heavy part that might have needed refinishing that some mechanic was bringing back from somewhere. Or was like, something. Go ahead. So my my theory about why people become so mad when they're in a car is because most people are never so empowered as they are when they're in their car. They're never yeah, that's very be, true. They're in control of something super strong and super fast, and they're the one who says where it goes and where it doesn't. They could literally kill people if, if, if they wanted to. And that's very yeah. rare, you know, in most people's lives. And you go to the office, you get up, you do whatever, to be that empowered. So I convince it's just mm. that. Yeah, they, they, almost, they almost forget that all those rules apply to them when they're on that the road. That is true. That's a good theory. I think yeah. for those specific people, they need to spend like just half a day owning my cock and they'll understand exactly what that feels like as a human being. Is yeah. that why you're so aggressive all the time? Is... Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's feeling so, really empowered, lad. <laughs> I'm too empowered. You know, you, know, uh, you, know, you know when Tor gets powered up in, in, in Avengers and he shows up and... He... Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like that scene when he powers up, but that's just me twenty four seven. I just you know it just it just starts to slowly take over, and I have to fight. I have to fight it back down. Mm. I have to I have to fight the urge back down. But it's to say, so I was say, I say this to car drivers all the time, and they fucking they hate it. They get so upset with me. Uh, me and Steve were talking about it this morning. Was that I am convinced that if you took every horn out of every car on the fucking planet, it would make no difference. It would change literally fucking nothing for anybody. It would be gone. And I specifically said this because no one ever beeps their horn unless they're slightly inconvenienced. 
Mm-hmm. 10 minutes after I said that, we seen a taxi driver try to squeeze in past another driver and just lay on the fucking horn. And I fucking, I love how predictable it is where within 10 minutes, I was already proven right again. It's like, this yeah. is all they do with it. 10 minutes later, we've seen it firsthand. It's like, I fucking knew it. In fairness, we did, we, we did shout at the taxi driver as well because he thought we were on his side. We had to make it very clear we're not on your side. You're the asshole here and you should know you're the asshole. Yeah. Because uh, so he was waving at me and Steve, and he was like, oh, I know, this guy in front of me is such a dickhead. I know, this like, guy, and I'm just yeah. like... And we were shouting back, and his window was over, we were like, no, you're the dickhead. You're the dickhead here. <laughs> uh, although, unfortunately, unfortunately, as well, there might at some point be a uh, a Google image of me and Steven flexing <laughs> on Ranala Road. So, you know, that's something we unfortunately have to we look forward to very, at some point. We had a very eventful morning slash afternoon, <laughs> We did, and it was only yeah. over like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> a lot happened in a very short span of time. This feels like the old days when we used to have a shit ton to talk about because we had stuff going on. Yeah. Wasn't that great? But let me tell you about <laughs> life events. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyway, cars and fascism. Um, so why was it that the first thing the Nazis did was build the autobahn network? I mean, was that the they first were thing they did? Pretty much it was, it was out there as a public works project. It was one of the first things they did. But like, they were one of the first major states in. They're actually probably the first major state in the entire Western or anywhere world to see the format of a motorway network connecting all parts of their country. The United States didn't when they thought about it, but they only they only completed, I think, slightly before the first world war, the first trans trans American crossing by motor car. The US Army like wanted to see how long it would take them to cross the great country by motorized vehicle and it took them fucking weeks. But it was only post-war that they actually completed the interstate network. And these trains right up to that. There's a, there's, some, there's, a, there's a question to be asked there about, you know, was, was driving cars everywhere really just a Nazi idea? So, this goes back to our haunted theory. Mm-hmm. It's clearly the highway to hell. This is how get all in, these spirits, this is how all these spirits, yeah. This is how all these spirits get back to the homeland and invade these mechanical machines. They use the Autobahn, because obviously ghosts don't have speed limits. Yeah. So they use the Autobahn, which is, of course, the fastest place they can go. Yep. Zoom on down there. Mm-hmm. And then they get inside, get inside the Passat. And then, you know, they fucking, there you go. Haunted machine. Consider for a second, if you will, how um, arranging all of society around the use of the private motor car with its five seats... Uh, feeds into the formation of the nuclear family. Two seats up front, one for mum, one for dad, and three in the back for your two and a half kids that you're supposed to have. Uh, arranging society around the nuclear family like that, rather than around say, a broader community sort of thing, empowers the father figure, really, in a, in a patriarchal society or in a, a very specific format of the patriarchal society. I think... I... Oh, someone's, starting, someone's started drilling near my house. Oh, the, the patriarchy has found you, Steve. The patriarchy has found me. <laughs> You've been talking for too long. They've tracked you. They've tracked you. Shit, they uncovered the conspiracy. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it runs counter to feminism. It runs counter to communitarian impulses. Um, one might argue that the proliferation of automobiles is actually a fascistic project. I agree. Destroy all cars. Yeah, destroy all cars. Destroy all cars, remove all horns. Mm. Human and otherwise. Yeah. What other mechanism of conveyance gives you the opportunity to threaten people with fatal, deadly violence on a daily basis? Uh, probably these guns, baby. Do you walk around in your hands? Me? Oh, yeah. No, you don't. It's not a method of conveyance. What are you talking about? It doesn't need to be convenient. It's a he conveyance. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he sits in a car and pulls himself along. <laughs> like a dog with a wheelchair. Sort of like land rowing. Yeah. Uses oars. It's deeply impractical. And then, and then you see in the United States the use of automobiles by the likes of the Proud Boys and those maniacs who drive them through crowds. Uh, yeah, ISIS do it a little bit, another patriarchal society. But uh, you know, some of that lone wolf shit that the American far right is going on with as uh, attacks on leftist protesters using the street, ramming them with cars, or driving around in paintball convoys, paintballing people and macing people. Yeah, What's that's that true. And yeah. cars are just getting bigger and stronger and, you know, yeah. big fucking blocky monsters of a thing for yeah. no real reason. Monstrosities. Monstrosities. Like, no reason. The, the biggest, uh, so uh, me and Eve have been in a monster truck and yeah. it was a fairly large monster truck. It was one of the largest in the world. Yeah. And obviously that's the biggest car I've ever been inside, if you want to call it a car. 
Yeah. But the second biggest car I've ever been inside is a literal taxi that picked us up from the LA airport one time. <laughs> and I'm not joking. It was about the size of a fucking Hummer. And it was just me and Aoife. And I just remember thinking, like, how the fuck is this a practical car as a taxi man? This thing must cost a fucking killing to run. <laughs> How the fuck is this good? You picked up two people, dude. Our fare was like $28. How the <laughs> fuck can you run this car? <laughs> like, it must have easily cost him $35, $40 to drive us to the hotel. Like, there's no fucking way in hell he got away cheaper than that. It was very <laughs> far away. It wasn't a very expensive taxi ride. The car was fucking gigantic. How is that feasible? Come on. You don't need it. This it doesn't seem that way. That's why the petrol's cheap over there. But... Iraq. It's yeah. just... it's, it's, not, thought... it's not that there was a shortage of petrol. It was that they needed to keep the big Hummer men in their cars. I find it difficult to under uh, to understate how much I think that, you know, this whole thing about driving, about buying bigger and fatter cars is a reactionary impulse aimed against green and progressive politics. Maybe. I Why do you hate your community? Why do you hate your neighbours enough? to drive around a car that's large enough to, like, it's so large that the bonnet hides a child's skull from it. Like, you can't see children in front of the fucking thing. What's yeah. that about? Well, that's the funniest part, is that, like, you know, all of these particular cars that pop up, and they put out these warnings, the warnings they put out aren't for when they're driving down the street and a kid walks out in front of the car. The warnings are for when they're backing out of their own fucking driveway. Hey, make sure you don't run down little Jimmy when you're going to get milk. Yeah. <laughs> like those warnings are always like, hey, when you're in your driveway or you're leaving your garage, just be aware you won't see him if he's at this distance. And it's like, uh, why are we building this car then if you can't see your fucking children playing with the ball in the front garden? What the well, your fuck? children are supposed to be in the car where you know you know exactly where they're going to be. Fucking bizarre, bizarre. I agree. I I think I I personally I don't see the point in particularly large cars in the first place. Um, but, you know, then again, I'm not so, someone that struggles with having a tiny little penis. So that's, yeah. you know, I, I won't understand. So that, that's, that's, that's my problem with it, really. But uh, I have one yeah, of the tiniest just, cars you can get in the road. I'm really I'll disappointed. I'll let you, you, I'll let you just use your... I'll let you just... <laughs> you, can, you can draw your own conclusions. <laughs> I have one of the lily, littlest willies, and I am not ashamed to say it. <laughs> whenever, whenever Nuri and I are walking along, and like a you know, like a motorcycle or whatever, just vrooms as loudly as possible by, I'd always say to her, "I also have a small penis." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, in fairness, some like we you used to say that to me, darling. <laughs> we got passed by one of like like a modified like motocross fucking motorcycle the other day, and he was obviously just like driving home from work or whatever. <laughs> but like it was the most like fucking obnoxious insane bike I've ever seen on the road and I was just thinking like I'd understand if you had this as like a hobby like if you went out and you drove this on like a weekend or like there was a track you went to or something uh, you're like you picked up like bread and milk uh, you picked up like bread and milk and on your way home like I just have to hear like this <laughs> and it's like uh, what's the point in this dude what the fuck uh, <laughs> unreal so we don't have a whole lot of time left. So I want to play a little game here. Let me let me pull something up. Um, I may have disappeared from, from the webcam. That's fine. It does that. There's nothing I can do. It doesn't like me doing anything else. What, what's, what are you going to worry about? Let me just pull this up here. So I have a game of Would You Rather, right? Let me just pull this up here. Um, you know, in celebration of the fact that that a lot of gyms are going to be going back to being not shit at very, very soon. A couple of days after this episode releases, actually. So I figured now would be as good time as any. Uh, and if I had have pre-prepared it, that would have been great, wouldn't it? <laughs> not yep. me. Not this boy. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> okay. With the magic of editing, we can instantly go to the moment of play. Okay. Now. So, very first up for Would You Rather is Would You Rather Scream Hell Yeah After Every Rep or have all your body sweat leave through your palms. Hell yeah, after every rep. All day. Because uh, otherwise you'd never work out. Yeah. You could lift yeah. anything again. <laughs> That's true. You're doing bench press. And My rock climbing like, career. It, it slips out of your hands and fucking crushes your head. Also, if you My rock climbing career would be toast. <laughs> and you presumably die if you didn't sweat properly. Like you don't yeah. have but, heat. But consider this. If it Unless goes, you have to use your palms to like cover the sweat all over your body manually. Well, if you did, like, so it like it, it just like it, it pours out. It's basically like a fucking river at that stage. So think of this, right? Your rock climbing career might end, but you could have a brand new career as a professional runner. 
Because uh-huh. you now have a Mario Kart style slippy weapon Woo-hoo! built into your body that just secretes as you run. So when yeah. you run, you put your hands by the side, you're just like fucking squirting water everywhere. They're slipping and sliding. You fucking go next... straight through the, the straight through the uh, the finish line. The next Believe thing would you rather Look, is making no. this air noise as you run. Okay, so the International Athletics Committee, whatever the Federation International, the whatever, they've already managed to ban trans women for having too much testosterone, which is horrible. So they definitely find a way to ban you for that. I don't think so. You're, I mean, you know, they'll look at you and be like, "This guy's a, this guy's a cis white male. We love it. No. New hero, new hero, new hero just dropped." Okay, okay, fair enough. I can get behind the hell yeah. Personally, I think at the Olympics when they do weightlifting, they just shout hell yeah as they throw the fucking barbell up. I'd do it. Uh, you break your fucking Olympic world record, you just scream hell yeah. It's fucking that, yeah, That's yeah, king yeah. shit right there. Okay. So next one we have here. So would you rather have kettlebells for hands or weight plates for feet? Weight plates for feet. Okay. Yeah, because they're already on the ground. Yeah, and you yeah. could use them as wheels. If you had kettlebells for hands, you would have to carry it everywhere. And the only way you could put it down is by putting your hands on the ground. So, so when I when I picture the plates for for feet, I assume that the circle part is on the ground, and that's where your foot is. I guess Stephen, you 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 picture it as like up up straight, like robo. Well, I, fi- I figure you can put them whatever way you want because of your feet. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You can't put your feet whatever way you want. You're stuck with well, your your legs. Your your feet are connected to your legs on a single point. You cannot walk around on the top of your feet. Flat. Blade. 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 I can put them sideways. You can't permanently walk around with your foot curved like that. Steve. It'll default to a single shape. Obviously, if I was obviously if I had this crippling disability of having white plates for feet. I'd find a way to make it fucking work, wouldn't I? Okay, okay. I mean, also, in fairness, your legs would be so fucking jacked from the fact that you have these weight plates on your feet. All yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, also, but also, they'd act like rollerblades. Or heelys. Yeah. <laughs> sure would. <laughs> what sort of weight plates are they? They're whatever you want them to be. They're they, Olympic they're, weight so plates. They, they, can be, they can be vinyl or metal or whatever. Like. Yeah, absolutely. So you, get the, so you get metal ones and then go on the train tracks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Lewis now. <laughs> you get around town so fucking fast. <laughs> okay, okay. Have you okay. Got any more of these? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have three more. Three Sick. more. Let's go. I never heard Dan's okay. answer, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, the weight played 100 percent because okay. because you have to carry the kettlebells everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm barely happy true. carrying my hands around. That's that's true, but also like you know. It would make sex very unappealing if you had these monstrous fucking steel balls at the end of your fucking hands. I don't, <laughs> well, I don't think. I don't think. I, I don't think the white plates would help your sex life much either. Of course they would. What do, you don't do. What do you do with your feet? Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Okay. Would you rather do twenty burpees on the hour every hour, or start every day with two hundred burpees in one go? Every day with 200 burpees in one go. Yeah, 100%. I like get yeah. out of the way. Don't have to worry about it. I mean, also, 200 in fairness, isn't even, 200 isn't even that many. Also, every <laughs> hour, like when I'm sleeping, like waking up every hour. If you have to do 200 a day, 200 isn't that many. You get, you get over that in no time. But also, I, I mean, I'm, so assu- fit. I'm assuming it's not 24 hours because if you look at the time difference, like 20 is 10 hours. You know? Yeah. So it'll probably be 10 hours out of the day. So they're assuming 10 you're waking hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's fair. I used to start every day with 100 burpees anyway, so, I, you know, that's fine. When I was working in the radio station, you used to crank out 20 push-ups and 20 sit-ups after every bulletin. That's not a bad little game. At night, yeah, I would, just to keep myself motivated. <laughs> I mean, I probably, I, I mean, in fairness, like, I'm, like, five jobs removed now. Um, <laughs> when, when I was training for a fight at one point, I was stuck doing lates in a previous job because we had stuff that was rendering. And so I... <laughs> I forced, I, I, I put an office chair underneath someone's desk and I raised it so it was stuck. And I <laughs> used the back of the office chair as a kick pad to bounce kicks off of when I was alone in the office. Ah, <laughs> sick. Um, okay. Would you rather look strong as fuck but not be, or be strong as fuck but not look it? Be strong as fuck but not look it, because that's what all really strong people look like. Yeah, let's, just be, yeah. let's just be strong as fuck. I've already pulled, like I'm already engaged, so I don't really give a shit about how I look anymore. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, dude. I've kissed the girl. I'll take the. I'll take the other one. 
<laughs> one of those is a real virgin choice is all I'm saying <laughs> uh, no it'd definitely be strong just uh, okay. get rid of the okay. fear when I walk down the street knowing I could uh, take any man fair fair uh, but in fairness as long as like if you know if you look strong as fuck though and you just like you know developed a certain you know a certain swagger to your walk you'd probably do the same thing without having to get to to worry about being in fights as well no at that point it's just a liability like mm, yeah if you're, if you're if you're if you got like the biggest arms in a crowd and some really tough guy walks past who really wants to make a scene because this happened to me like last weekend some really tough guy was think, decided decided to decided he wanted to fight me because i was like had the biggest arms in the fucking place and I'm just like, no, leave me alone, please. What do you want? Did he, did he come up and just like challenge you? Did he call you a punk? He decided whatever way I was holding myself was considered an affront to him. Yeah, that's fair. And I was he just was like, like, I hadn't noticed you. But okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if you took, it, took offense to the way I was standing. Here, have a beer. We're friends now. <laughs> no, fair. I would, you, you should have said, here, have a beer, and then glass them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Take that, bitch. <laughs> All right, so the final one we have here, final would you rather is would you rather work out on your own forever or work out with a training partner who doesn't stop talking forever? Oh, that's me. So obviously, obviously the latter. I'm the training partner who just doesn't stop talking. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind someone talking. Yeah. I like the com- I like the company. The worst, I just don't pay attention to them. Yeah. <laughs> You can always just put on your headphones if you really get sick of it. Like, they talk so away. Funny. They're just talking to you. You're like blasting with big, massive headphones on. Just, just right in front of them, just like, pop. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, okay, okay, sorry. Put the yeah, sure. Yeah. Here, lift this. <laughs> all right, fair enough. That was all we had. That was, that was all of our choices. I feel sick. I feel like there's some good choices in there. I feel like there was some interesting mindsets at points. Well, you know. What are your What are your choices? Yeah, you you haven't told us. Oh, I don't have to go back to it. Okay, let's see. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. <laughs> almost played a video there, and I don't know if that will break the recording or not. So thank God I didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess the hell yeah. After every rep, you know, at a certain mm-hmm. point, I mean, I you know, I have no shame. I'd have a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, just like cranking up fucking pushups. Hell yeah. Ooh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would that be like if you were on the treadmill, though? Are you just constantly doing it? Yeah, 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 I mean, you know, definitely did the weight plates for feet. I, I use my hands for quite a lot, you know. Make make my money with my hands. Get get super jacked with my hands. Gotta gotta keep that. Gotta keep they gotta keep hands. I'd always keep hands. I like I feel like if the choice like there's always people that struggle with the choice of like would you rather lose your lose movement in your arms or your legs? It's like easily the legs. <laughs> easily easily the legs. I'm so much more inconvenienced if I don't have the use of my arms anymore. And I know it's like, you know, oh, people learn how to do that all the time. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't. Those people are a lot better than me. I, uh-huh. I don't want the hassle. <laughs> They're clearly way more equipped. Uh, I, 20 I burpees in the hour. My place. 20 burpees 200... every hour? Def- no, 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 I was reading it, sorry. Uh, 200 burpees in one go. <clears throat> Fine. Yeah. Just a good way to start the day. Uh, there's a, you know, on, on that, there is a, there's a YouTuber I follow, a guy called Bo Miles, B E. Uh, Bo, you know how you spell Bo B-E-A-U uh, space M-I-L-E-S that's Miles by name, Miles by nature because he um, he did a challenge where he ran a ran a full marathon but broken up into an hour of one kilometer uh, one kilometer run every hour so went okay. for a one kilometer run around his house or around his neighborhood every hour and then stayed up for 24 hours to do it and in the meantime like did other shit like made soup and did a few jobs around the house and all this. He's a good, fil- nice little uh, short film about it. Really interesting. He said he was. He never felt more productive in his life. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Shout out, shout out to that guy. Yeah. We'll I, put, right, the, uh, we'll put the link. We'll put the link on the app. M-I-L-E-S. It's pretty good. Nice you can find lots, uh, of, lots of nice little documentaries about adventure. Lots of adventure in spell on that channel. You'll find that. Uh, we'll put the link to his YouTube or whatever in the in the comments for for this yeah. stuff. Just so you can find yeah. it very easily. 
Uh, but it so, was an, an, inter- an interesting concept for the burpees. A lot easier, a lot harder than the burpees, obviously. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. He, fe- it was, he, he seemed to think it was very doable. Now, the guy runs a lot. For some reason, runs in button-down shirts. Here we are. But, but this, is his, this is his shtick. Yeah, I mean, look, there's people that run in jeans because they feel like the, the extra difficulty of the run is, is helping them. And, I mean, it's not. But psychologically, maybe it's having a bit of a difference. So I guess good luck. Again, if that's really what you want to do. <laughs> just showing off, but okay. I don't even think it's showing off. I think it's just like, they've just they've convinced themselves that this is like fucking, you know, something that actually works. And it's like, I mean. I'm a hard man. Yeah, maybe, maybe it slightly works. But like, you know, generally, if you are doing something that doesn't quite seem right, but makes something way harder, you're probably not seeing enough of a benefit for it to matter. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, uh, my suggestion would be to not majorly inconvenience yourself. What do I fucking know? <laughs> um, and then the workout in your own forever or workout with a training partner I would have to pick the training partner because I mean I, I work out with a lot of friends as it is anyway to be honest yeah. um, and I'd have to I'd have to cut that off otherwise yeah that'd be shit I yeah, couldn't I mean, motivate like, myself if I wasn't going to work, work out with my friends or exercise with my friends yeah I mean look I, I don't mind working out on my own I quite like working out regardless but you know I have a lot of different friends and stuff that I train with and you know I would have to then just cut that out immediately and also I'd have to yeah. cut out working out with Aoife me, me and Aoife go to the gym together three or four times a week now so yeah. you know I'd have to I'd have to stop all that and that's that's fine I, 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 yeah people can talk all they want I don't fucking care yeah uh, yeah so that's all of them and with that right. I think we should call it a show no more show no more show episode 26 of Morning Brew is the final episode 26 we'll ever do but of course we'll be back next week with episode 27 I have well, how do you know we won't, well, maybe we should do seasons so we can have a little bit of a break no, I, okay. <laughs> I, um, I have an, I have an, Sheridan. You can find me at Swagger Girls. You can find Daniel Purcell at Mr. Daniel Purcell. You can find Stephen at, at on Burcock and you can follow us at media suplex. Maybe you'll even or, find a picture of me and Stephen eating breakfast this morning. You won't. We didn't take one. Maybe, maybe we'll Photoshop. We can, re- we can recreate it. 